What up, everybody, and welcome back to the Inside the Multiverse podcast. I am your girl, your host, your homie, Breezy. Listen, I'm back. I know it's been a minute since the last episode, but I am back with episode four of House of the Dragon, titled King of the Narrow Sea. We continue the story of House Targaryen, more specifically with Princess Rhaenyra and Prince Daemon. There's a lot going on in this episode. I can't wait to dive into this episode and get into everything that has happened from start to finish. And listen, we got one more episode before we get another time jump. So make sure if you have not listened to the first three podcast episode reviews for House of the Dragon, make sure you go back and listen to those first before you listen to this one. But before we get into any of that, if you're not following me on any of my socials, please do so at Crown Breezy on Instagram, at Miss Breezy Reigns on Twitter. And if it just so happens you want to come catch your girl over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash across the multiverse. Again, that's twitch.tv slash across the multiverse. Yes, I have changed up some stuff on my Twitch channel. Can't wait to get back and get started there. I'm usually live every day, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time unless things change sometimes on the weekends, depending on what's going on there. But yep, let's get into house of the dragon episode four king of the narrow sea. All right, so we start out this episode, episode four of house of the dragon titled king of the narrow sea. We see Princess Rhaenyra, who is seeming to be on a tour that was set up by her father, King Viserys, to find her a suitor to marry. She's talking to all of these men, ranging from the youngest to the oldest. When I say oldest, I mean like Otto Hightower old. And I'm just like, I know good and god dang well. I know good and god dang well they ain't trying to take her hand young as she is, but that's that's what they did back in those days. I'm glad that that don't happen now, or it, it does. And we just don't know about it. But we see that she is basically, they're going through all of the eligible men in the Seven Kingdoms who would who would want to take Princess Rhaenyra's hand in marriage. Uh, one man, he, she, she, Rhaenyra turned to Borman, Borman Baratheon, who, who was there with her. And she literally told, told him, said, this man is old enough to be my grandfather. Why in the world would I want to marry him? That's just not, no, that's just not how we do it. Uh, but yeah, he, he was too old, too old for her. Then we had perhaps probably, probably the youngest out of the bunch, who I forget what house he's from, but they he said that they've had a long-standing alliance with the Targaryen household, which I was just like, okay, makes sense. But you're way too young. And at this point, she is 18. He's 18 at this point. So I would think he would be no old no older than probably 11 or 12. But anyway, he is uh, talking to Rhaenyra about the history between his fam- his house and House Targaryen and how he would protect her 
and make sure that she was safe at night and even during the day. And as he's talking, there is an older, not an older gentleman, but older than him, a man there. And he is very speaking very negatively about him calling him the C word will not say the word. So don't get me to say it. Called him a called him a C word and saying that his family did very well. She was like, and he was like, uh, she has a dragon and why would she need your protection? But I was just like, dude, shut up, shut up. It, it escalated to the point where the younger man who was talking to Rhaenyra, he had stopped talking to her. And at that point, Rhaenyra and Borman was heading out. And Rhaenyra had told Borman, listen, I need you to get the ships ready so we can go back to King's Landing because this this is not it. We're not we're not finishing the rest of the tour. We're, I'm going home. So as uh, Borman and Kristen, and at this point, well, we'll get into get into an episode after this episode. Uh, but it's Kristen, Bormund, and Rhaenyra. They're all heading out. As they're heading out, all you hear is uh, people pulling out their swords. It's the younger man and the older man about to go head to head. See, I thought I thought the uh, the older gentleman was going kill the younger younger dude. Younger dude caught that caught that fade real quick. He gutted the poor man to death. He made that man bleed. Insides was coming out and everything. I said, damn. Damn. But, and I think I think Rhaenyra was impressed by that. But that's just me. So we skip ahead. We skip to them aboard the ship. And they're heading back to King's Landing. And Rhaenyra asked Kristen, who's like, how mad do you think he's going to be? She was supposed to be on that tour for another two months. <laughs> she was supposed to be on that tour for another two months before actually going home to King's Landing and meeting up with her father and telling him how it went and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, yeah, Viserys is going to be mad at you for cutting this tour short, real short. Uh, and But Kristen had told Rhaenyra that they would be arriving at King, on King's uh, land going to King's Landing within the hour. As they're continuing to sail, we see this big dragon, and I kept looking at the screen, and I said, that looked like that's Caraxes. And sure enough, it was it was Caraxes. Caraxes is so daggone big that he nearly turned over the whole entire ship, meaning that he could have killed Rhaenyra, Kristen, or as... as Damon likes to call Kristen Crispin, <laughs> but he could have killed everybody on that, on that boat, but luckily he didn't. And the only thing that the only casualty that came out of that was, when you, excuse me, y'all that's staying in that's real life. Uh, the only casualty that came out of it was Rhaenyra bumping her head. But she also, as she tells Kristen that she's fine, she realizes that she knew that was Caraxes. So she knew that Damon was near, which means he was coming from the Stepstones to come to King's Landing. So moving ahead, they get ready for court, the meet the, the court uh, with the king and and everything. So everybody is gathering, including King Viserys, who's getting his crown, and he's waiting to see who is about to walk through the door. 
as he is waiting, he notices that Rhaenyra is there. And he, I, the look on his face, I was like, Rhaenyra, I wouldn't look up. I wouldn't look in your daddy direction right now because technically you supposed to still be on this tour, but you cut it short. And now he mad at you. And I was just like, well, she here now. And yeah, you just going to have to deal with it. So we eventually get the official arrival of Damon coming back from the Stepstones. With a haircut, might I might I add. Because if you remember at the end of the at the end of the episode, I'm sure by now people have seen it. Damon was covered in blood. Hair, hair and all. So I'm assuming he had to get get it cut. He had to get it cut because I wouldn't walk around with no dried blood in my head. No. That's just not me. Uh, so Damon walks in, he is wearing some sort of makeshift crown and he's holding a sword of some sort in his hand. He's walking towards the iron throne and to his, bro his brother, who is also the king. He tells Viserys, he's like, here, listen, add that to the chair. Cause if you notice the iron throne is basically made out of swords. So. Yeah, he tell yeah, he tells his brother to add it to the chair. He backs up. So uh Viserys notices the makeshift crown on his head. It's like, so oh, so you're a king now? So you call yourself king. He was like, No. Uh after the Battle of the Stepstones, the people there named me King of the Narrow Sea. And but he was like, but he knows that there's only one true king and that the crown and the ship and the stepstones were was for Viserys. I said, Damon, sir, I know you ain't giving up the stepstones that easy. That easy. You must want something in return. But we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, so Viserys ask where Lord Corliss is. Remember Lord him and Lord Corliss and Corliss's brother Baymond, I think is I think that's his name, his brother. And Lenor and all of them were fighting in the Battle of the Stepstones. Uh what is his man named? Damon tells his brother that he sailed home to to Driftmark to be with his family, which was very understandable. He was tired. He needed to be at home with Rainey's and his children. Completely understandable. Uh, Viserys asks Damon, who now holds the Stepstones, if you're not there and Corliss is not there. He said the Tides, the Crabs, along with uh, 2,000 dead Triarchy. I was like, oh, okay then. So, at the end of the whole conversation between the two brothers, Viserys ends up telling him to he because that he was still kneeling at this during this whole conversation. So I was just like, at some point, let the man let the man stand up. So he tells his brother he can stand up, and he eventually welcomes him home because despite all of their back and forth, Viserys loves Damon, and I think Damon deep down loves his brother. But they have some unresolved tension, and I think him being named King and not Damon specifically 
it would put some type of rift between them, but that could just be me overthinking things. So we get to a after court celebration. Everybody's there. They're eating, they're drinking, they're having fun, they're laughing, they're talking. Uh, and of course, Damon, the entire, not the entire time, but you there are moments within that scene that you can see Damon looking directly at Renera. I had to do this on a separate podcast episode, but there's a lot of tension between Renera and Damon. So, uh, I gotta talk about this real quick. The two brothers, you obviously the two, uh, Viserys was having way too many drinks. Viserys was having way too much fun. And I said, why why the heck would you offer Damon a tour to go look at something he don't really want to look at? Viserys and Damon basically clowned her the entire time. And I was just like, dang, y'all just doing that that poor girl like that. Mind you, this episode technically is a time jump. Because from episode three, I believe... Uh, not yeah. Viserys and Alicent are now married, and they have two kids. They have a boy, Aegon, and then they had a girl, Helena. Helena. Let me let me say it correctly. Helena. Uh, I don't. I think Aemon came. Aemon came later. Because this next time jump is a ten year jump, uh, and so yeah. Anyway, I'm rambling. My bad. But did you really think that Damon would have enjoyed anything but what he was currently doing, standing there talking to his brother and having drinks and eating? Nope. So I don't know why she made that suggestion, but that that's just me. Um, Viserys and Rhaenyra made eye contact during this whole this whole exchange because remember, uh, Viserys, Rhaenyra, Alicent, and Damon all are standing in a circle together. So. Uh, Viserys and Rhaenyra ended up making eye contact, but it's clear that uh, Viserys is still upset that his daughter is back home earlier than expected. Uh, yeah, first glance, like first glance of the whole like whole episode, he looked like he really wanted to take Damon. Really want looked like he really wanted to take Rhaenyra then and there. I was like, no, uh, uh-uh, uh, no. Uh-uh. Nope. 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 Uh, another scene between... Oh, we get another another scene post-party. It's just Damon and Rhaenyra. And they're having this whole conversation. Of course, it's in High Valyrian, so I'm not gonna try to remember everything that they talked about. But the genesis of that whole conversation was that Rhaenyra felt like that she didn't want to get married, that she was being forced into something she didn't want to do. But I but I absolutely I love these like moments between Damon and Renera when they're only speaking in high Valerian because I feel like those two have a connection to each other that they don't have with anybody else. I'm not talking sexually, at least right now. But they have a connection to each other that that they don't have with anybody else, and that that's a special 
special connection. Uh, during their one thing that I did take away from that conversation with Damon and Rhaenyra, Damon tells her that he can't, she can't, uh, live her life in fear, in constant fear and, and not being able to live her life to the fullest, doing ever doing whatever she wanted to do. Uh, so she had to try to go out there and live her life as best as possible. I was just like, oh, suck it. Look at Damon trying to be wise for right now. Uh, during small council meeting, Auto tells, oh, no, yeah, let's get into this. I, during there was a small council meeting, of course, with Otto and Lionel and and the King and a couple of other people. Otto tells Viserys that Lord Corliss is planning to wed his daughter, the Lady Lena, who he was supposed to marry, to the Sea Lord's son. If that happens, he would have to find. He tells him if that happens, he would have to find another way to solidify his reign as king. Uh, and. They they went on and Viserys was like, "There's no way that Cor- Corliss is still pissed about everything that went down between me, Rhaenyra, Alicent, and him. There's there's no way there's no way he's still pissed that he chose Alicent over his daughter. He he was gonna find a way to make peace with with him one way or another." So, Renera Renera gets back to her room later that night and tells Kristen goodnight. And she she's about to go to bed. She's about to uh, do her hair or whatever. And she know she goes over to her dresser and she notices there is a bag of clothes with a map. And I said the only person that could easily get into her room without nobody seeing them would be Damon. I didn't think nothing of it, so I just kept watching. She opened the bag, she pulled all the clothes out, she looked at them, she smelled them, and then she picked up the map, and she looked at it, and it was an exact drawing of where, because there's a secret passage in her room, like, there's a passageway that she can leave out of her room, and nobody would ever see her. So I was just like, Somebody was stupid enough to give her that and she could just sneak out and nobody would know. She so she ends up later, she ends up changing out of her her dress and she changes it into the clothes that were left there for her. She goes to the secret passage and she's making her way up to, and who does she run into? And who I thought at first? Damon. I said, this is a whole red flag. Red flag number one. Why would you Sir, I was like, red alert. No, uh-uh, no. Rhaenyra, if you know what's best for you and your sanity and your safety, take your butt back, back in your room, please. But she didn't do it. Uh, So Damon ends up taking her into the city where there's a whole show going. There's a, lot, a bunch of creepy stuff going on. And they end up at a show where they basically, well, she basically had to confront, had to sit there and listen to other people and what they were saying about her. 
saying that who will the king choose his daughter or the or the son or will it be Damon? And then she, eventually she ends up being, she does this whole Aladdin thing where she's a street rat and she steals the food and she, she ends up taking off running and she was trying to leave Damon. She was playing a game with him and she, she just took off running and he went off after her as she was running though. She ran into one of the King's guard men who thought she was a boy at first, but when she when he realized that it was Rhaenyra, he's like, princess. And, uh, both me and Rhaenyra was like, please don't say nothing. Please don't go back and tell the king or tell anybody that, that knows knows me and knows what uh, what I may or may not be up to. So, that was just, it was just too much. So, back at the palace, Allison tells the maids to leave and that and she was gonna because the maids weren't doing a very good job of bathing Viserys. Now at this point, if you guys remember at the end of at the end of episode two, if I remember correctly, he cut his finger on the Iron Throne. Plus he already had sores on his back. So at this point the infection has really gotten up to his arm, his hand, all his like I think his hand was like missing already two fingers and uh, it, the infection had taken over his arm, but the arm's not gone yet. So the maids weren't, they were pr- probably being a little rough with his hand, with his arms and stuff. So Allison has the maids to leave and she ends up giving him a bath and they have a whole conversation about random stuff. And I was just like, this, this scene is really pointless. But, yeah. So, later on, Allison's heading to bed. She goes to bed. She she is um, laying down. She's, she's falling asleep. One of the maids comes back, comes to the room, and is saying, hey, the king requests your presence. I said, please tell me this king, Viserys is not calling her for a booty call. Please tell me this old man is not calling Allison at a late hour, I might add, for some booty. Yep, that's exactly what he called her for, for some booty. Late night booty call. I was like... This woman said she it was late. She wanted to go to sleep. Her kids sleep. Let them go to sleep. No, he wanted to get it in. He got as all of this is going going on. I'm about to land land to Damon ass real quick. It's perfectly fine that you take your niece to a brothel to to be a spectator as she said to Allison later on. Uh, but that's not the shocking part. Rhaenyra asks Damon, what the heck is, the, where are we? Where, what is this? He said, this is a place where people come to get what they want. Baby. He takes her and starts to kiss her. I was like, okay, mind you, 
this man is probably in his late 30s, early 40s. And Renira is 18. Technically, she's grown. Technically, that ain't against the law. But that's your niece, Damon. That is your niece. Anyway, they, uh, he starts to kiss he starts to kiss on her and he she does it back and I'm just like, okay. Uh, the start. Oh, the start. Because once again, to sometimes in the Targaryen family tree, who you may see being married is could also be related to each other. The Targaryens like to keep, make sure that they have pure bloods in their family. And that the, that the line is pure and that the, the crown is pure. I said, but this girl is your niece. And he proceeds to half up against the wall and all this, all this, all this good stuff. And I'm just, uh, mind you, I'm picturing myself in that, in that predicament and not, and not Rhaenyra. But... That's a whole nother episode for a whole nother day. But here, here's the kicker. He got her all hot and bothered, but ends up ditching her. He leaves her in the brothel. Like he literally leaves her in the brothel with her pants down and, and she all hot and bothered. She pissed. She mad. And she big man as she should be. Because I was just like, wait a minute. How you going to get her there? Get her all hot and bothered. You kissing on her. But then when she try to kiss you back, you pull away. And then on top of that, you did you ditch her in the the pleasure house. Damon. Damon. And she had every right to be pissed. Every right to be pissed. So she leaves. She ends up fixing her clothes and she ends up leaving. Thinking no one saw her. There was a boy sitting at the edge of the door. The same way, the same where she went to go back up to the, the palace. So, like I said, as as the stuff with Rhaenyra is going on, we flash, we we hop over back to King Viserys. I don't know what that type of stroke game that was with Viserys, but child that wasn't it and Allison's it had it was written all over Allison's face it was written all over Allison's face she was not enjoying herself at all and it was hard to watch because I was just like I'm not even enjoying this normally when you see sex scenes in a tv show or a movie you be like oh oop, oop, okay then all right no not not in this case I Jesus. But anyway, Renera ends up, and I don't know why she ended up going in the direction where Kristen would see her, but that's that's just me. But she ends up going back to her room. She sees Kristen. She tells Kristen, she Kristen sees that something is wrong. He was about to go alert the king, but Renera's like, no, uh-uh, no, just no. She takes his helmet and she starts playing with him. Like she she messes with him. He tries to get the helmet back. And basically she was trying to seduce him into the room because she was a hot and bothered. She needed to get she needed to get her her time in. So 
eventually she gets Kristen to come into the room and they start kissing and and all that good jazz listen if i was Renira, i probably would have did the same thing to Kristen. Kristen cole well, until now uh finest finest heck he that man is all all shades of fine fine i probably would have been trying to get some to Renira girl listen uh let's see yeah he uh listen this whole that whole the whole sex scene with Kristen and Rhaenyra was the complete opposite of what was happening with Viserys and Alice. I said, listen, give me Rhaenyra and Kristen all day. Allison and Viserys, no. Rhaenyra and Kristen, thumb, big thumbs up. So it took thirty years for her to get get all that uh get all that armor off of him but they eventually got it in and he 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 sprung just let's just say that he sprung we'll get into why in the next episode um he rocked her world she rocked his but here's the problem sir Kristen cole is part of the the king's guard and her sworn protector he wasn't supposed to do that so he broke he basically broke his vow to never sleep with any member of royalty of the royal family it was just he it i was just like well i hope they don't find out that he was the one that slept with Rhaenyra, not damon whoo jesus all right so We'll get into the next part in part two. Stay tuned. All right, back with part two of House of the Dragon, episode four, King of the Narrow Sea. So we pick up where someone, the little boy, remember I told you about the little boy that was sitting at the door when Rhaenyra went back to the palace. He comes and tells Otto that Rhaenyra and was seen with Prince Damon in a pleasure house. Fooling around. I said, oh, shit. I said, dang. And this is where all of the rumors started. Once once Otto found out, I said, Otto gonna run and tell the king. So, yeah, basically the rumor was that Damon took her to a pleasure house and he defamed her. They say defamed is a way of taking her virginity, which was not true at all. Just putting that out there. So Otto goes and goes to the king is very early in the morning so he he decides to go and talk to the king and tells him listen i have some very disturbing news i never thought i would have to hear something about the princess like this but i figured it was best to come tell you before the small council meeting right is like what the heck are you talking about i uh, it's early i'm gonna need you to explain yourself so eventually Otto tells him that 
someone had seen the princess, Rhaenyra, with her uncle fooling around, doing things that weren't becoming of a princess and a prince, who just so happens to be her uncle as well. Viserys didn't take to that too well. (laughs) I was like, well, if you don't have no visible proof, if you didn't see it for yourself, how do we know it to be true? Viserys went smooth off on Otto. When I say Viserys went smooth, not smooth, smooth off on Otto. Said, okay, so what do you stand to gain from telling me this? Did you see it for yourself? Did you have somebody spying on my daughter for some sort of political gain? He, Viserys is like, did you, or were, or, or, well, are you doing this to further your political career and ruin my daughter's name to further yours? I was like, no, I would not, never do no such thing. Meanwhile, while this conversation is going on between Otto and Viserys, oh, nosy witch behind them, Queen Allison is listening to the entire conversation. I said, she gonna mess around and get smacked up for this. She is listening to the entire conversation. And I'm gonna get to her in a minute because I don't think I... Yeah, I hadn't gotten to that point with Allison and uh, Rhaenyra having their conversation. But yeah, so he's... He said, Otto said he had no intention of ruining Rhaenyra's name. I said lies. Lies. From the moment Viserys named Rhaenyra his heir, he has literally been on a mission to get Viserys to change his mind. Because if there's one thing beyond all shadow of a doubt, no matter how many times she pisses him off or he piss her off, Viserys and Rhaenyra love each other. They all they got, technically. Technically. After Rhaenyra's mom died, I was like, well, this is going to be an interesting relationship between Rhaenyra and Viserys now. And now that her best friend is now her stepmother, it, it made it that much more intense. So... Oh, there's a knock at Rhaenyra's door while Rhaenyra's getting ready for the day. Kristen walks in, and of course, she is all giddy. She's like, come on in. And I'm like, girl, girl, stop it. So, I'm trying to make sure I don't don't miss nothing. So, Kristen comes in and tells Rhaenyra that the queen has requested her presence in the garden was like an audience with her basically so uh we get the scene between alicent and rainira in the garden 
Yeah, we get we get the scene between Rhaenyra and 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 Alicent. Alicent is basically asking her, "Is it true that you?" And excuse my language. This I, I should have put the disclaimer at the beginning of this uh, podcast episode that this is an eighteen plus uh, podcast uh, podcast series adults only because there's a lot of stuff that's going to end up happening in this show that are aren't meant for people under eighteen. Under 21, hell. Uh, but she basically said, she basically asked her, did she fuck Damon? I was like, wow. And Rhaenyra was like, that is a vile accusation because she really didn't. She really didn't do anything inappropriate and unbecoming of a princess. But she did kiss him. She did give in to his advances Thankfully, Damon had the had enough sense before anything else would have went down to leave her as is. And I was just like, okay, whew, thank you. So Rhaenyra basically convinces, well, she lied. She lied the entire time. Said Damon, well, no, she didn't lie because she didn't say who she was. She, say if anybody else she was with anybody else. She knew she was with Damon. She told Allison that uh, Damon took her to the show. She was just a spectator. Spectate, uh, she said spectator. And eventually Damon had abandoned her for some whore. I was like, damn. Damn. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right, later on. Damon ends up somehow back with uh old girl, uh Masaria, Lady Masaria. Well, she ain't a lady. She was Masaria, his the common whore from episode two. Back for from Dragonstone with the I thought she was pregnant at first, but she really wasn't. Uh I think, I think, I think she tried to set him up. Because as he was waking up, because obviously he had drunk too much and he ended up down there. Uh, the boy that had went and snitched to Otto came down there and and paid her some type of coin, some coins. I was like, did he? Did she set the? Did she set Damon up for that? I believe she did. Anyway, uh, he ends up leaving from where he was to go back to King's Landing. And as he is arriving back, of course, he's still hungover and he's walking and, and running into everything. Sir Harold and the King's Guard meet him there and he says that the King would like to have a conversation. He's left in the main uh, room, iron, the throne room, iron, where the Iron Throne is, uh, on the floor, of course, anybody who has been drunk and has hangover, anything, any cool surface gives you relief. He just laid there and then, but long story short, Damon didn't do, didn't do himself nor Rhaenyra any favors. Considering the fact that he kept saying that he best her first experience be with him than it, than some common whore. I was like, Damon, 
you're not making this any better for yourself right now. Please stop it. Please stop it. Uh, so basically he didn't confirm nor deny that they actually had sex, but as a viewer, we already know they didn't cause he ditched her. Um, but left her hot and bothered. I was like, damn. Um, but the thing that caught me off guard was he, Damon turned around and looked at Viserys and was like, wet her, to, wet her to me. Viserys was like, but that's your niece. He was like, what does it matter? You're the king. The blood, the, the, dra what the word, the word of the dragon is strong. It, it, sta it stands. Wed her to me. That way we can bring, bring house Targaryen back to his proper glory. I was like, well, that would be a viable way to do that. But I was just like, no. Uh-uh. And then he was like, but you're already married. He's like, that didn't stop Aegon the Conqueror from having multiple wives. He was like, this. I was like, sir, sir, just stop talking. Just stop talking. Because you gonna get yourself killed at this point. So, at the end, Viserys is like, you know what? I just need you to get up out my face. I need you to go back to the veil where you're supposed to be with your lady wife and don't come back. I was like, dang. And at the end, he told me, as you wish, brother. I was like, ooh, sir, sir, sir. Mm -mm. So, later on, Rhaenyra is brought to the king's chambers. And she notices that there's a, uh, a knife sitting in uh sitting there she almost starts to pick it up but then she jumps at the sound of Viserys's voice and he's explaining that that dagger had been in the family for so long it, it, her predecessor his predecessor him his predecessor and the predecessor before him and so on and so on and he places the dagger in fire because the dagger that he has, has tells an important story the blade read from my blood comes the prince that was promised and his and his will be the song of ice and fire. I was like, okay. Now, everything in Game of Thrones makes sense. Especially the whole story arc with Jon Snow and Daenerys. Makes total sense now. Uh, buh, buh, buh. There was one piece of truth that Viserys had spoke to Rhaenyra because he, he, I agree with her. He didn't even ask if the rumors were true about everything that had happened between her and Damon. Viserys is like, listen, the only, the only thing that matters is perception. The truth here, in this case, the truth does not matter right now. Only perception. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. uh, as these two, they're having this long, long conversation about her 
and her him being his heir and the reason why she even though all of this is going on he's not taking away the fact that she is his heir so as they're having this back and forth Rhaenyra tells him that she will do her duty as heir but he has to do his duty as king which meant he had to do what I have been waiting for for four freaking episodes now which is remove Otto Hightower as hand of the king because Rhaenyra reveals to Viserys is like so you would believe a man who has someone to spy on me over the word of your own daughter I was like yeah I I agree a thousand and ten percent with you right now Rhaenyra because that that first of all that's a violation of privacy second of all Otto shouldn't have nobody spying on her period so in the end Viserys tells Rhaenyra listen you are going to wed Sir Leno Valarian and you're going to do it without protest I was like okay that makes sense because since Corliss is marrying off his daughter he would need to Viserys would have to, to, to get the son yeah yeah uh, and all that so we get to the best part of the whole episode y'all we get to the best part of the whole episode so um Viserys and Otto are having this conversation where he is basically going down the list of accolades, uh, telling him how great of a job he did with Jaharis and and uh her, his father and all and everybody that the two reigns before Viserys, how well well of a job he did as the hand of the king. But he he had caught on to the fact that he knew that Allison was a distraction, but it was a calculated distraction. I was like, there you go, Viserys, there you go, there you go. I've been saying that for three and a half episodes now. I'm glad you finally realized that that was a calculated distraction. A needed one, but a calculated distraction. He was like, how, will, how far are you willing to go to further your political career just to ruin my family name i was like go ahead king viserys so he viserys eventually tells otto listen your service to the crown has is is a great deal to 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 the kingdom and to the realm uh you are no longer needed i was like yes he took that pen off i said yes 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 Yes, yes, yes. But uh, also, I know Viserys told Otto that even though Rhaenyra, not Rhaenyra, Alicent was a calculated distraction. It was a much needed distraction because Alicent has been there. He has been, she uh, she has been what uh, he he was, it, it was needed for him. He said he will never like be over the love of his life, which is Emma. And I'm like, oh, But he said, uh, Allison has been a a pleasant 
welcome into his life. I was like, oh, okay. All right, but to officially end the episode, we have Princess Rhaenyra in her chamber. She's reading a book before she goes to bed. And one of the maesters comes to her room and brings her what is called moon tea. I was like, are they trying to figure out whether or not she's pregnant? I said, ooh. So Rhaenyra didn't know what it was. So he, she was like, I'm sorry, what is this? He was like, moon tea, princess. Drink it up before you go to bed. I was like, okay. Uh, in hopes that uh, the drink will get rid of anything that was currently inside her. I was like, first of all, she's not pregnant. Well, she might be considering the fact that she didn't use nothing with, with uh, oh boy, Sir Kristen. I'm just like, well, sir. I was like, well, all right then. But, yeah. And Renee was just left there in her thoughts. And, yeah, she was just she was just shook. She was shooketh. And I was like, I'm shook with you. Because I was just like, why, why would y'all think she would be pregnant? Well, considering the fact that her uncle, her uncle is her uncle. They were trying to probably take the necessary precautions to make sure ain't nothing going on over there. So, yeah. And that, my friends, is the end of episode four, King of the Narrows. See, listen, this was an intense episode, especially everything that went down with Damon and Rhaenyra. What are the ramifications between those two, especially... uh, my boy Sir Kristen, cause he got him, he got him a piece of the princess, and he he might be swooning. Uh, next episode is episode five, titled "We Light the Way." This is the last episode before the ten-year time jump. And who Jesus? This episode got a lot going on in it as well. Uh, we will get into episode five next time. Again, if you're not following me on any of my socials, please do so at Crown Breezy on Instagram, at Miss Breezy Reigns on Twitter. Twitch.tv slash Across the Multiverse is the name of the Twitch channel. Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, sometimes on the weekends, but anytime you see me pop up, come hang out, enjoy the vibes, enjoy the energy. Enjoy the talks and the games that I play or we talk with the topics we talk about. Until next time, this has been Inside the Multiverse with your host, your humble host, Queen Breezy. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.